So what's up, everybody? This is Dr. Bartu in another episode of Pill Talk. I have a special guest, Dr. Crystal Bill. Um, she's more than just a pharmacist. She started her own organization and partners with a beauty company. And in this episode, we'll get into all of that. So be ready to become inspired and motivated and to live at your full potential. So Crystal, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. What about yourself? I'm doing good. I can't complain. Can't complain. Good. So let's jump into it and uh, get a little bit about your background before we get into everything that you have accomplished so far. So what made you want to become a pharmacist? Um, so I've always wanted to work in healthcare. Um, if anybody takes a look at like my personal page, they'll see that even like back in kindergarten, I had a picture of like, when I grow up, I want to be a doctor. So it's like, I've always known I wanted to work in healthcare, um, even as young as um, kindergarten. Um, and so I originally was planning to become a physician, um, but it was my health sciences teacher at, at high school, like around 11th grade. Um, I was in an organization called HOSA, which is Health Occupation Students of America. Um, and he had people come in and talk about like the top 10 careers in healthcare. Um, and at that time they talked about pharmacy and I had never even thought about it, had never been introduced to the concept. And so when they were talking about becoming a pharmacist and the skills you need and um, you know what to expect, I just felt like it really resonated with me in terms of my interest. It really sparked my interest. So, so in 11th grade, I decided to pursue pharmacy as my career instead. Oh, that's what's up, that's what's up. And your story sounds somewhat similar to mine because I remember being in elementary school and saying I wanted to become a pharmacist and, you know, knowing it at an early age. But I guess that's just one thing. When you know your passion early, you just know what it is. Um, so you pursued a career in pharmacy um, and you stepped into the retail uh yeah, and so um, I started off in retail. Um, I actually started as a technician um, when I was in college or undergrad. So started off in retail, um, and right now I'm in managed care. So, What's up, everybody? Let me introduce myself. My name is Dr. Bartu Wilson. I'm a pharmacist that was featured in one of the most prestigious publications, Marquis Who's Who in 2021, as a top medical professional of the world because of my impact through medication therapy management, outreach programs, and networking. I started my own podcast, Pill Talk Podcast, to sit down and talk with other top medical professionals about their journey. Some of the topics that we cover in our conversations are their career path choice, education level needed to practice in their career field, and most importantly, how they're impacting the lives of the patients that they see daily. So, I would like for you to join me every Monday at 6 p.m. as I release new episodes so you can learn about the different medical fields from the top professionals themselves. I just want to let you know that Pill Talk Podcast is just not a podcast, it's your medicine. The daily dose you need to educate, motivate, and aspire to live at your full potential. So become an empowered leader and start to dream bigger with Pill Talk Podcast. So, I want you to go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel and support the podcast by becoming an active listener and purchasing some merchandise. Thank you. All right. That's what's up. So, all right. How did that get you to starting your own minority-based organization trying to connect minority uh, providers with uh, the youth in your community? 
Yeah, and so one thing about me, I've always been passionate about healthcare and community service. Um, and even being like a community pharmacy, I was with um, my retail chain from about 18 as a technician all the way up until about 30, 31 as pharmacy manager. Because, And I believe that being a community pharmacy pharmacist is like more than just, you know, standing behind a counter. Um, I believe it's about really getting out there in the community, um, really touching the people that need it the most. And so how I came up with Minority Health Connection, I started it in 2016. Um, I was always involved in service opportunities from um, college, um, undergrad, um, graduate school, and even after I graduated, I was service chair um, with the Urban League um, Young Professionals, but I was really looking for something that was health specific, um, and I couldn't find that in the Atlanta area. So I'm always one, like, if you can't find it, um, you know, just create it. That's kind of been my pattern anyway, even when I went to Clayton State. Like a lot of us were interested in becoming pharmacists at the time, there was no organization. So me and three other students created the Pre-Pharmacy Student Association at Clayton State. And so I was like treasurer the first year and then president the next year. And so my pattern has always been like really focusing on being resourceful, not just to myself, but other people as well. And then just filling in a gap and trying to see what you can do to help. So uh, that's really good. That's really good. Um, I was part of an organization when I was in pharmacy school uh, that was catered to the um, underserved community and the minorities. And that was a organization called SNAF, a Student National Pharmaceutical Association. Are you familiar with that one? Yes, I am very familiar with SNAFA. I love SNAFA actually, because <laughs> um, at UGA, I was the service chair for our UGA chapter. Um, and then I also, the following year, um, my last year of pharmacy school, I was on the national executive board and it was just a lot of fun. And so in my position, I was actually bridging the gap chair. So it kind of seems like my theme was connecting, like bridging gaps, all that. So I was bridging the gap chair and it was a lot of fun because I was responsible for co coordinating the national conference social event. So I put together the social event that both pharmacists and the um, pharmacy students attend. Um, it was just a lot of fun behind the scenes, getting to see different things, seeing the impact from a larger scale. And so I love, SNAFA always has a huge place in my heart. So I love SNAFA. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. So speaking about bridging the gap, let's break down uh, your organization, Minority Health Connections, a little bit. And uh, so you could talk about how people can get connected into it and the services it provides for the youth and the services and networking it provides for the uh, uh, professionals. Yeah, and so it kind of happened organically because me working in healthcare, also being here from Georgia and participating in different organizations, I was running around different healthcare professionals and you know meeting them. So I said, hey, let's bring everybody together. So organically, one day I just, I created a group me, I started adding people and then I brought it off the group me and started doing events and um, you know, meetups and things like that. And so um, you can go to the website, www.minorityhealthconnection.com. Um, you can also um, make sure you subscribe to the mailing list as well. And um, we were on pause since the pandemic started. So I'm getting ready to start back up. But, you know, because of the pandemic, everybody that's in it works in healthcare. Um, some of the events that I have planned were canceled. And then not only that, you know, just to be on the safe side. So I am getting ready to get started back up. So if people just go to the website, um, they can subscribe to the mailing list to stay up to date. Um, and then also like just follow the um, Instagram account. There's also a Facebook page and both are um, Minority Health Connection. And so getting ready to start posting about more events. I also share community events, not just our events that we do. Um, and we've been able to do like quite a few things um, just in a short time. Like, you know, we've done, um, we've done health fairs. We coordinated a health fair at a homeless shelter. It was really fun. It was Halloween themed. And so we did a Halloween themed health fair. We coordinated a health fair at a senior facility. Um, we've did like youth motivation days at um, high schools. Um, so, you know, just really wanting to put out like positive images of minority health professionals and connect people who share that same passion of like wanting to make a difference in healthcare in the community. So 
Nice, nice. Um, so how do you guys get in contact with the youth that you guys want to mentor? So one is primarily through the organization that I participated in in high school. And so um, I was very active in HOSA. And so my thought process was reach out to people who are like, there's usually HOSA chapters at almost every high school. And all of those are students that are interested in health careers. And so my primary contacts have been um, the HOSA um, chapters at the high schools. We'll just reach out, you know, um, and, and ask about it. Um, or there may be a situation where somebody might just, you know, send me an email. But that's typically what what I do with the host of um, chapters. Okay. If you don't mind, or if you have an example offhand, is there an example that you can tell us about a youth coming in uh, to the program and someone coming and mentoring him or her? And what was the uh, impact on that person's life? So primarily what we've done have been like career panels and like youth motivation days. We don't have an ongoing mentoring program right now, but I really like the idea. Of course, there's going to be different logistics and kinks you have to work out in terms of like, you know, maybe some paperwork involved, depending on how old the person is, you know, things like that. Um, so right now we don't have an ongoing mentoring program. It's primarily like um, just like youth motivation events or like career panels, things like that. And so um, nothing ongoing right now, but I think that's a good idea. Okay, okay. That's dope. Well, wish the best with all of this. I'm ready for it to open back up. So when I come down to Atlanta, I can connect and network with other uh, medical providers down there. What's up, everybody? Let me introduce myself. My name is Dr. Bartu Wilson. That was the Pill Talk podcast. With Pill Talk, we are empowering the next generation of medical providers and professionals. Through my conversations with other top medical providers, my audience get an inside look at what it takes to make it to their level and how they're providing excellent service for their patients. If you're pursuing a career in the medical field, join me on Pill Talk to get inspired by empowered leaders, empowering the next generation of leaders in the medical field. We are the leaders of tomorrow. We are the leaders of now. So join me every Monday at 6 p.m. as I release a new episode talking with empowered leaders who want to share advice, coach, and network with you. So become an empowered leader with Pill Talk Podcast. Pill Talk Podcast is not just your regular podcast. It's your medicine. The daily dose you need to educate, motivate, and aspire to live at your full potential. So come on down and become an empowered leader and start to dream bigger with Pill Talk. And why I got your attention Make sure you go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel and support the podcast by becoming an active listener. And if you like becoming a power leader, bye. All right. So you also is a business. You also have a business and you partner with Beauty Counter. How did yeah. that come about? Um. So me... <laughs> One thing about me, like, I just like the hustle, period. I just feel like you have to have more than one stream of income, you know, and so I don't mind getting out there, you know, um, dipping in a few things. And so um, what really stood out to me about Beauty Counter is their focus on healthcare because um, their whole mission is to get safer products into the hands of everyone. And so what sets Beauty Counter apart from other um, companies is that they put a huge emphasis on safety because people don't really pay attention to the fact that the things, the products that we use every day, it's not regulated by the FDA. In fact, the last act that passed was the Food, Drug, Cosmetics Act back in 1930. And that literally was the last thing that passed, regulating cosmetics. So it really could be anything um, in the products that we're using. And the interesting thing is, 
like over in the UK, they have a list of like 1400 toxic or potentially harmful ingredients that they won't use. Um, Canada has like 600. And last I checked, US only had about 30. And so it's very loosely regulated compared to others. Um, so what Beauty Counter did basically is kind of adopted like the UK's and then even added their own. Uh, because too, just as a woman of color, like we have the highest incidences and the highest toxic load because we use a lot of products as it relates to beauty. And so we are exposed to toxic um, ingredients way more than any, um, uh, way more than our counterparts. And so um, some of those chemicals have been linked to things like fibroids or lupus and things of that nature. And so I really like it because not only are the products safer, they're also, they perform well um, too. We've been recognized by just about anything, including like Business Insider as being like the top clean, um, the gold standard when it comes to clean beauty. So we get all kind of awards and recognitions and features. And so, so I love it because I get to, you know, push healthcare in a way and then also a way to connect with another community because it's a whole community of consultants, also connect with other people. And then, hey, you can make a little money as well. So. <laughs> hey, man, man, that's, a, yeah. that's what you need. Yeah. So how long have you been with them? Um, I just started last year. All right, all right. That's nice. Um, because that's one thing that uh, is big right now is healthcare. I, not healthcare. I'm sorry, beauty care. So, being able to provide a service for your patients and for your people and customers that's like health conscious and that's not going to cause cause those, um, like you said, fibroids and other little diseases that comes with wearing makeup and things like that. So that's really good. Um, if you don't mind, to plug yourself, uh, what kind of products do you sell? So if someone's looking at this and they're like, you know what, I want to try that brand out. Yeah, so we have products for both men and women. So we have both. <laughs> um, and so we have skincare sets and those are like our most popular things. And I love that it's not just like a one size fit all. They have about three or four different lines because some people may have more dry skin or some people may have more mature skin um, or some people may have sensitive skin like or, or skin that break out. You know, everybody's wearing the mask that has been causing people to break out. And so um, we have skincare sets. Um, we also have makeup. Um, you know, we have um, just about anything, even down to sunscreen, even safer sunscreen, because that's something that's been popular in the news lately in terms of um, some brands that are really popular have been shown to have a product called benzene in it, which can be linked to um, yes. certain types of cancer like leukemia. So we even have safer sunscreen because ours is mineral based, not chemical based, it's minerals. And those minerals sit on the skin and deflect the sun rays, but it's still effective, you know? And so we have a safer alternative for pretty much everything, so. We definitely gonna need the sunscreen because uh, we back outside this year. Exactly, <laughs> we back outside. So we gotta stay protected, you know, and it works good. It doesn't leave a, a film like a lot of others, at least not for me, so. Uh, but yeah, so just to plug in, um, people can visit my Instagram account. Um, it's at Dr. Chris Rx, and so that's D-R-C-R-Y-S-R-X. Um, and then also, if you wanna check out the Beauty Counter products, um, you just go to beautycounter.com slash crystalbill, and that's C-R-Y-S-T-A-L-B-E-A-L. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, so you're doing a whole lot. You got the beauty counter products that you're pushing. You got um, minority health connections that you're connecting the, connecting the world with. And then you also are pharmacist at a um, PBM. So how do you balance a work-life balance? Um, it's been a challenge. I will say definitely it's been pretty hard. Um, I will say that... Um, I mean, 
because I had to put Minority Health Connection on hold because of the pandemic, it's not been as much of a challenge this past year. But now that I'm going to pick back up, I'm definitely going to just make sure I'm dedicating myself, um, you know, making sure I'm dedicating time to it, um, like how I need to. The other thing is a beauty counter, it's flexible. And that's why I love it. Work from home is flexible. So I can put as little or as much time as I want into that. Um, and so me, I just need to make sure I'm I mean, I feel like because I work Monday through Friday, I tend to kind of focus on the other things on the weekend. And so that's at least a good thing that I'm typically off every weekend. So I use the weekends maybe to catch up on other things. Um, not only that, my shift doesn't start to 1030. And so I'll try to maybe wake up in the mornings, not always successfully, but I try to wake up in the mornings beforehand and, and did, you know, do a little bit of people. So coming for retail, I know working Monday through Friday is a blessing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the weekends go by so fast so it's just kind of like you know it goes by so fast so. and I will say when I worked in retail I really enjoy having that one day off through the week because I always have one day off through the week so you don't have to worry about like taking PTO for like appointments and things like that so I did like that having that one day off through the week so all right so um you got a lot going on seems like you got a great career started so what is the next career goal like what do you see yourself doing two to three, maybe five to 10 years from now with building your brains and everything? Um, so one thing that I'm really, I've always been interested in is geriatric care, um, senior care, because I feel like that's the population that needs it the most. Um, I'm kind of getting a little bit of that with managed care because we're talking primarily with um, um, seniors, Medicare members, um, but I kind of want to go beyond just the conversation piece of it, you know? And so one thing I really would love to do is um, maybe even maybe one day branch out on my own with my own type of like senior care business that's focused just on making sure, you know, they understand the medications, consultations, things like that. Um, because it's different when you do it for a company versus yourself, you know, because you can kind of add your own touch and flair and certain things I would like to do to really cater to the senior community. And so, um, I'm, you know, my goal next is to become a certified geriatric pharmacist just so I can make sure I have that back in and make sure people feel confident with what I can provide. Um, and so that's my goal with that. Um, with Minority Health Connection, um, I definitely want to continue to see that grow. Right now, it's just focused on kind of connecting people in Atlanta, um, but who knows, maybe it can expand outside of that. Um, and the next thing I'm getting ready to work on that I'm excited about with that is I'm going to do um, a healthcare worker for Economic Impact Fund, because I just really feel like I want to do something as it relates to economic um, advancement in the community, because some of the people in my group have had to pivot, like, you know, they lost their jobs because of you know, of COVID or they try to branch out and start their own thing. So I just want to really want to get this grant up off the ground, ground, something we can circulate among ourselves, you know, maybe at least, you know, twice a year or quarterly. I would love that. So that's my next goal with Minority Health Connection. Um, and then with Beauty Counter, I'm trying to raise all the way up to director because you, you can go all the way up to director. And some of these people are making like, a, you know, extra three, four, you know, $5,000 a month. And so I'm like, hey, you know, not only getting, you know, additional income, but also making sure you're spreading um, give, giving people healthier alternatives, you know what I'm saying? So, so that's what that's what my goals are. So, yes, making an impact and making some income. I'm not exactly got these loans to pay off, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So again, I know you dropped some of the information in the in the podcast, but if anybody want to get in contact with you, anybody want to get in contact with um, Minority Health Connections, they want to buy some of your products through Beauty Counter. Again, give them all your Instagram handles, your websites, and let them know mm -hmm. where, you, where they can find you at. 
Yeah, and so with Minority Health Connection, the Instagram account is at Minority Health Connection, and Connection is spelled out. Um, the website is www.minorityhealthconnection.com, and you can subscribe to the um, email list. Um, right now, most of the events are primarily in Atlanta, but um, you know, or Georgia-based. Um, so, if, especially if you're in the Atlanta area, you can go ahead and plug in with us. Um, but also, people are sharing virtual events as well. And so, one thing, like I said, I do is I'm sharing other people's events as well. So, if you have something virtual going on that you want reposted. They can just DM it to me on the Instagram account or email it to me to share the events. Um, and then with Beauty Counter, um, you can follow my personal account is um, Dr. Chris Rx, and so that's D R C R Y S R X on Instagram, um, or you can go to beautycounter.com/crystalbill to check out the product. So, and you can get twenty percent off if you use Clean for All twenty. <laughs> dope, dope, dope. I like it. I like it. So. I really appreciate you coming on today, giving us some great information, letting us know how you're making a major impact with your, your organizations and all of that, uh, because it's always service, healthcare, and community. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. So I really appreciate you coming on Pill Talk Podcast. This is a great episode. Can't yeah, thank you for having me. Oh man, I, I appreciate it. I, I thank you for coming on, you know. Mm-hmm. Elena's like a second home, so I'll be down there. Okay, nice. Up. Okay. <laughs> but uh appreciate you. Uh this was another episode of Pill Talk Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs>